Welcome to Ready to Mosh, a podcast all about rock, metal and alternative music. I'm Kev P. And I'm Gem G. Each episode will bring you the latest news, talk about new releases and review gigs and festivals that we've been to. There'll be a smattering of guest interviews and a lot of random chat. As well as podcasts, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search at Ready to Moshcast. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Ready to Mosh. This is the second part of our download review episodes and this time we're going to go through all of the bands that we saw on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. What? I don't know. (laughs) I thought you might have jumped in there. No, no. no. quite happy to uh, let you keep talking. Okay, so we'll start at the beginning then. We're going to go in time order across each day. So we're going to be jumping about between stages and possibly just jumping into bits and bobs we might have done between... Yeah, we'll start with the first band on the main stage on Friday, which was Wayward Sons. Yeah, Wayward Sons. Love these guys. Saw these, uh, the rest, no, yeah, the rescue rooms. Rescue rooms, yeah, I think we've mentioned before, and we've done them as one of our Ready to Mosh recommendations as well. We both watched Wayward Sons, but in different places, actually, didn't we? You were nearer the front. I was meeting people by the big dog that wasn't there, so we just ended up randomly gathered at the top of the hill watching Wayward Sons anyway, and you were... I think I was kind of... I think I was close to the second set of barriers. Yeah. Uh, not far from the near the sound decks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was around there, got a really good view. Yeah, but uh, they were great. Perfect opening band, I would say, to start the festival. Yeah, but yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. Perfect way to open. Really like Wayward Sons, and yeah, it's great to see them again. Yeah, I did also just hear the end of Aaron Jones. Because I was at the top of the hill and he was still finished off at the second stage after Wayward Sun, so I know it doesn't count as having seen him. <laughs> but that song that is on the download playlist that I really like, he finished with that and that sounded really good. So I've got yeah. a huge gap now. However, I can't, I'm just looking back at who I think I've seen and I can't remember if I saw Dead Poet Society. I really no, can't. I have a feeling I did. Uh, so they were on a lot later in the day. I um, don't think you did. Do you not think? No. My recollection of Friday, anyway, goes like this. Um, I think after Wayward Sons, we hung around a little bit, had a drink at the top of the hill. I remember walking past the dog tooth when the scratch were on, because I just remember hearing them as we walked past. We went down to the guest area just to get a drink, didn't we? Yeah. And I sit down and just see what was cracking off there. And then I saw Bury Tomorrow. You did? Which you didn't this time. No, I didn't. No, I didn't see them this time. So I'd seen them. You saw them at Rock City, at didn't Rock you? Rock City, yeah, a couple of years ago. And looking back now on the Clash Finder and the, the poster, I think in my mind I'd intended to not watch Berry Tomorrow because they're also at Bloodstock. I think I'd intended to watch Chris Barris instead and that just completely passed me by on the day. I was like, yeah, Berry Tomorrow, I need to go and see them. And they're great. They'd got a new singer in. I've never seen them live with the old singer, so I can't compare, okay. but they sounded really good. Had a good show going on, some pyro, flames, you know. Early in, that's early in the day for pyro. I know. And on a hot day as well, it just felt a bit, ooh. Glad I wasn't near the front because I think your face would have melted. But yeah, they put on a good show. I was happy I saw them. And then after that, I wandered over to um, the second stage, Opus, if you will. Still can't get my head around Apex and Opus. It'll be second stage and main stage to me forever. Just sat on the grass for a bit, having a drink, waiting for Miles Kennedy and waiting for you to return from wherever you were, which was either Guest Area or Dead Poet Society. Yeah, one of those places. <laughs> if I did <laughs> watch Dead you? Poet Society, I'm really sorry. I, I can't remember. Would you not have took a photo of them? Yeah. I have to have a look back then. We can confirm that at a later date. <laughs> Miles Kennedy, we kind of started off separate and then met partway through because I did, was yeah. fairly close and you were at the top of the hill. I was at the top of the hill. met your friend at the top of the hill by accident. Oh, yes, I, I did, yeah. yes. Yeah, so I met up with a friend. Um, 
didn't even realise we we didn't realise each other was there and yeah, accidentally met up and then went and watched Miles Kennedy. Yeah, I mean he was okay. I love him as a singer, but I wasn't over enthralled with the show. It was just It was very I don't want to say dull. No, but, but it, it was just him performing, which I know that's what he does. That's, yeah, that's what he's there to. <laughs> I'm I, trying to think. There of was the no right. buzz. There was no yeah. excitement that that you saw with a lot of other bands. Yeah. Over the weekend, where well, they were really happy and just really giving it everything. Yeah. And Molly put on a great show, and you know, no complaints there. Mm. It just lacked an atmosphere. Yeah, I think, I think that's how I'd describe it. He's obviously a great performer, great vocalist. And I'm glad I saw it. His and company that we were discussing in the preview um, was just his band, really, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. It might as well have just said Miles Kennedy and the band. But yeah, it was fine. Glad I saw him. After that, we've not ticked off, and I've just remembered, we did actually see some of Black Veil Brides, because we went over and stood at the top of the main stage hill. Yeah, we we did. And we watched... Probably three or four songs, I would yeah. say, which classes has been seen. I suppose a little, yeah. I think three is the minimum to class you've seen them properly. Bare and minimum. I've got some photos of them as well. Okay. And I think we'd intended to actually watch A.A. Williams, but she cancelled on the day. She did cancel on the day, yeah. Her voice had gone. Yeah, sadly. So after that, I think you stayed where you were at the top of the hill, then I went down closer to the stage for Skindred. Yeah, so we there's a bit of a story to that as well. Some people may have seen this, I don't know. It was quite well publicised at the time, but a flash mob appeared, which was by Rockfit. Um, I mentioned Rockfit in the last episode because they did the classes up in the doghouse. Um, but this had actually been planned for a couple of months, I would say. Oh, at least, yeah. Hannah, who is the CEO of Rockfit, the founder of Rockfit, um, she just put a message in the Rockfit online group and just said, "Will anybody interested in doing a flash mob? And quite a few of us said yes, so she set up a separate event for us. She did all the choreography and it went into some of the online classes and those of us who go to a face-to-face class, we did some practices there. I downloaded the snippet of just that song and just repeated it over and over just to remember it. Yeah, every, every time I walk through a room, that's what you're doing, just yeah. dancing around to... Yeah, it was actually, just to mention, obviously, it was to That's My Jam. I was just convinced I was going to get there and forget it all. And it all seemed very complicated at the start, even though it wasn't really. So it was just a case of practice and practice to the point I was sick of hearing that song, to be honest. You can never get sick um, of hearing that song. It's a great I know, song. it is, yeah. But yeah, I met up with all of them at the start of Skindred, so we all watched the show together. We knew which song was going to be played beforehand because Hannah had been in touch with Benji. So just to say Benji was on board with this, she messaged him and said, do you mind if we do this? She was in touch with Download and they knew it was happening as well. It's quite funny because for the amount of people that did it within that group, so so obviously I knew about it, but within that group of Rockfit people and all of the classes, everybody kept it really, really quiet. I was so impressed that nobody yeah well yeah i mean hannah asked us to keep it quiet because obviously the point of a flash mob is it's spontaneous no one knows it's coming do they so yeah we all gathered together they played um pressure and we knew it was coming up next so we all stood there like it's gonna happen now and then yeah it was great we all did it and and it all went well it all went well i think i probably did a couple of bits wrong probably stuck my hands up when i shouldn't have done but i (laughs) I don't even know how many of were of us doing it they looked a lot they looked i'm sure there was about at least 50. I think it was more than that. Probably more, 80 maybe. I know in the group it looked like there was going to be around 80 of us doing yeah. it. Um, yeah, it was great. We just had a really fun time. It was, yeah, just lovely to meet up and do that all together. It was a bit daunting to start with because the people in front of us, who obviously had no clue it was happening, just turned around and started filming us. And we were like, whoa. And obviously people behind us had filmed it. 
and Adrian, who's Hannah's other half, who does all the filming for Rockfit, he was actually set up behind the group with a tripod and filming it properly. But yeah, it was great. Planet Rock Radio picked up on it. Kerrang Radio picked up on it. So on the same day, there were clips of it being retweeted and yeah, shared. Yeah, it, it, and it absolutely exploded. Yeah, <laughs> it was clearly not to everyone's taste because some people are like, what the fuck's that doing a download? It's like, what, people having fun? We're not allowed. Yeah, there was, mm. yeah, there was some rather stupid comments online, but it's kind of what you expect. But a lot of them were actually from people who clearly weren't download people to be honest and had never Um, been to a festival because a lot of people said yeah that looks great how do i join in how do i become part of this as well so it's obviously brilliant publicity for rock as well so um watch this space for future ones i would say yeah and if you're interested in joining rockfit then go to rockfitonline.co.uk i think is the website or you can go to the facebook group and look up where any local classes are and highly recommend it as a fun way to keep fit okay so, and the rest of Skindred. Did you enjoy the rest I of Skindred? I enjoyed the rest of Skindred, particularly after that was done. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I should mention as well, we did that. But Hannah then said, because um, Warning is a long-standing Rockfit track that we've been doing anyway. So we did an impromptu flash mob to that because we could all remember the moves. So we actually did two flash mobs, but that one wasn't as well publicised. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, have you got anything to say about Skindred? Uh, only that I saw half of it. I saw Up to Pressure. And then as soon as pressure was about to finish, I actually had to go to the dog tooth to watch Picasso. You did actually, I remember you saying now. Yeah, so I, I went to watch Picasso while you finished watching Skindred. And Picasso was just so good. They yeah. were one of my highlights. I would like to have seen them. Absolutely amazing. Really want to see them again live. Can't can't wait to see them again. Definitely down for giving them a watch if they go on tour. The the whole place was just absolutely buzzing. And especially considering Skindred were on at the same time, I think it's mm. really, you know, shows... How good a following they are. Uh, sorry, that they have. Who have you got after Skindred? After Skindred, I know that I watched maybe a couple of songs a day to remember, kind of as I was walking across the main arena towards the avalanche. So, I mean, I can't really claim that I saw a day to remember. Because um, I went to see Sleep Token. Mm-hmm. Still don't quite get them. Still don't quite think they're for me. I was at the side of the tent, so probably wasn't in the best position. I think you need to be kind of front on to get the full experience yeah i think because of the stage as well you couldn't really see a lot because the speaker stacks at the side yeah just from where i was stood it was quite close to the front but going into the side and the tent was packed by the time i got there because it already started so might not have been the best perspective i may give them another watch at bloodstock because that'll be later on and it will be dark and it might the 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 atmosphere might be totally different i'm definitely open to give them another go but at that point they just didn't really um do it for me but i'll keep trying with them a bit longer till bloodstock and we'll we'll see how that goes and then did you do a bit of a mad rush to get to frank carter after that it wasn't a mad rush because i didn't stay till the end of sleep token because i was like this really isn't doing it for me i'll go and watch frank carter i had full-on intentions of watching maybe half of frank and then going to watch ghost inside but i was kind of on the opposite side of the stage as you look to the stage stage right for frank Okay, yes, that's quite and a trek right round. Yeah, it was one of those points in the day. I don't know about you, but certain times I did feel quite overwhelmed with the amount of people that were there. Because I know that we've done, obviously we did Download Pilot, we've done arenas and other events, but at times, not the amount of people necessarily, but just having to get through crowds and just the thought of having to get all the way through the crowd yeah, I, to I, get I, I to the avalanche. I was like, I just don't know if I can face it at this point. It, yeah, it didn't affect me too much, but I mm. know... A lot of people struggled with that. Yeah, and I did find as well, and I don't know if it's just because it's not been a full download for so long, I just found that people weren't very keen on you walking past them. 
I don't know why. I just found that if you were just clearly just walking through the crowd to get somewhere, you weren't going to stand in front of them and block yeah. their view. People just didn't want to move out the way, particularly if you were nearer the front. And I know you can walk up and around the path, but sometimes you just want to weave your way through. I just found people weren't particularly open to letting you walk past them. I, I didn't notice that. A couple of times I did it on the main stage, just digressing a minute, where I wanted to get from probably going in from the main stage to the from the right across towards the avalanche. Yeah. And I just saw other people walking through the crowd. So I just kind of tagged onto the back of them. I thought, I'll let them weave a path and I'll just tag on. Well, that's generally what happens yeah. anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so I do regret not seeing the ghost inside. But Frank was great. Put on a good show as always. He got all the usual Frank songs. Did some of his crowd walking. It was uh, a good atmosphere with him. People yeah, it's, it's always a bit of a party atmosphere yeah. with Frank. You could tell there were a few people around me who'd never seen him live before because when he started doing his crowd walk and they're like, ooh, look at that. Oh, like, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> that's what he does, yeah. That's, you know, that's why he's broken his arm. And <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, he put on a good show. Finished with I Hate You, which I don't think he's played. He's not played for a long time. I can't remember if he played it at Pilot Boy. When we saw him at Rock City, he didn't play it. And then it's like, oh, we've got a few minutes left. I'll play Crowbar. And it was that point I kind of left to come and meet you for Kiss. So while you were watching Frank Carr, I went to watch The Ghost Inside. And how were they? Absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah, haters right. broke it to you, but they were incredible. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that. Definitely so regret that. I think there's kind of like half a dozen bands over the weekend that really just, they were just fantastic. One of them being uh, The Ghost Inside. They were just so, so good, along with Picasso. They're kind of like two of the bands over the weekend that were just exceptional. Uh, they had quite a long set, to be fair. And I was surprised that it overlapped with Kiss. I thought they'd probably close all the stages down basically forced people to watch Kiss Like Guns and Roses did. Uh, it didn't happen, so I didn't stay right to the end because I wanted to see Kiss because I've, I'd mm. never seen Kiss before. But yeah, they were oh, they were good. Mm. And it was absolutely heaving as well. I thought it would be, yeah. I mean, it was busy around Frank and obviously people were gathering for Kiss, but I know a lot of people were looking forward to Ghost Inside because it's yeah. been so long since they've been over here. Yeah, it's, it's been a hell of a long time. Well, obviously with the accident, with the accident they had accident, as well, they, yeah. they were out of action for a long time, weren't they? So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it was... Great to see them. Again, mm. again, same as Picasso, I want to see those guys live again. Oh, They're definitely absolutely will be, amazing. yeah. So, yeah, as Frank Carter was finishing, obviously, as Ghost Inside were finishing for you, we both kind of met towards the front to the left for Kiss, didn't we? I think they were literally coming on as we managed to find each other. Yeah, so we, we kind of timed it about right. It, yeah, because I couldn't quite work out where you were, could I? And, no. But it was a more successful meet-up than before Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yes, yeah, much more successful. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think we watched from kind of left side of stage near the front. We watched quite a bit from there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We, we watched a good chunk from there. And then, as we, we've done for a couple of people that have headlined before, we it's we like to get the just different positions and see different views of the band. and yeah. So you can get a real understanding of what the show is about. And, and to do it that way around, it kind of works out if we end on the other side, because then that's the exit that we need to go to to get back into our yeah, campsite. Exactly. So, yeah, we watched a good chunk from there, and then we kind of walked our way up the path. Um, watched a bit from the back, didn't we? And just got kind of the full... The full experience. kiss experience. Kind of from a distance, but you can see the whole show going off. Yeah, and kiss just didn't disappoint. No. I thought they were amazing. They were, definitely. They just had a great stage show. All the theatrics you'd expect, loads of pyro going off. Yeah, all, in fact, all of the effects were just superb. The way, yeah. the way they made things look like 70s videos. Yeah. And, yeah, like you said, the pyros, the kiss statues. Obviously the spinny drum. I can never remember what the drum is called. Sorry. Eric. Yes. Eric Singer. 
him doing his old drum solo. That was great. Yeah, and um, do you know what? Eric, Eric Singer's drum solo, one of the best drum solos I've yeah. seen in a long, long, long time. I've seen some time. good drum solos, but yeah, that it was a good. There. And for his age as well, you've got to put that into consideration. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and they, they played some classics as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. As all the classics, as we'd expect. I've got to say the vocals as well, because we'd heard some rumours beforehand about miming, hadn't we? So what's your thoughts on, did Kiss mime? Did they not mime? I don't think they did. I mean, I think they may have had some backing tunes going on, but a lot of bands do anyway. But I don't think there was any. I think part of it wasn't. Most of it wasn't. Yeah. There were certain bits that just, just didn't look right. Yeah, I mean, I've got to confess, I didn't have my glasses on, so I didn't have yeah. the clearest of vision. But yeah, I think for the most part it was all done live. I've not seen anything afterwards to suggest. I, I think all of Gene's stuff was live. Yeah. I think it was Paul who may have used a backup. Yeah, which it was him that the rumours were regarding before, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But yeah, you can't take away the stage show from them. It was brilliant and glad we've ticked them off because it probably, well, I say probably was the last chance. Allegedly, yeah, no, no. allegedly it's the last chance we'll get to see kids. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I could, yeah, I'd watch them tomorrow. I, yeah. They were amazing. Yeah, definitely a good end to Friday, that wasn't it? Uh, there, there is one thing on Kiss that did irritate me, though. Go on, then. Uh, they finished with Rock and Roll All Night. Yeah. And I really wanted them to finish with God Gave Rock and Roll to You Too. I think a lot of people did, to be honest. And they just played it as an yeah. outro. They'd, I would have loved to have heard it live as well. And they didn't play Crazy Nights, did they? Just to mention that one. Did they not? They didn't, know. I did read somewhere, actually, that they don't play any of the stuff from the non-makeup era anymore. Oh, okay. Whether that's right or not, I don't know. But that's well, God Gave Rock and Roll to You was from the non-makeup era. Yeah, mm-hmm. God Gave Rock and Roll to You too, yeah. Well, Although, they, actually, they, they didn't play it, did they? They played yeah, the they played yeah, it, it out. But it was quite nice kind of just walking off listening to it, though. It was still yeah good. But yeah, it would have been better if they had of sung it. Yeah. yeah, I suppose that sums Friday up. I think it does, really. Right then, Saturday. So the first band, and I think we watched them together, was Death Blooms. We, yeah, we definitely watched them together. As everybody knows, we're huge fans of Death Blooms. So it was great to see them live. It was really busy. It was a lot busier than we than thought I expected. it would. Yeah. We got there. Probably about 10 minutes before they were due on, and it was already it quite was a good heaving, crowd. Yeah. You know, we, we had a good spot, but I thought we'd have been nearer the front. So It was a great atmosphere beforehand, because obviously they played the Veng Boys. They did. A standard, so everyone was boffing about to that before they came on. And yeah, it was just a really good set. It was, yeah, it was just a yeah. great Death Balloon set. They were lots, so much, they got so much energy going. Yeah, it was really good to see them in front of such a big crowd. I mean, there was quite a big crowd at the pilot when we saw them, yeah. but... A crowd who actually knew the songs who, this time. Yeah, who knew who they were. Yeah, and that were singing along, shouting along, and some. Well, I assume some great mosh pits going on. Yeah, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of circles. <laughs> yeah, going. and a lot of crowd surfing going on. A lot of people were running past us, weren't they, to go yeah. back in the pit? Oh yeah, so there was a hell of a lot. A lot of energy for that time of day because they were on at twelve, I think it was. Yeah, or just, just before twelve, uh, around twelve. Yeah, around twelve. I'm feeling it was ten to twelve. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. A, there's also. Um, a couple of people from other bands that Paul takes with him. So it was good to see Blake from Lake Malice, who we'd seen on Thursday. Yeah, he was on guitar. He and was. then there was Owen from Havelock, who was on bass. And I think he was with them when we saw them in February. And Luke, the drummer that has been there quite a while now, actually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. With them. Um, yeah, it was just a great show. And again, they kind of like make one of my top bands for the weekend because yeah. they. I've never seen a bad Death Bloom show. No. 
Because it's think, always been really, really... Yeah, you can just tell that... I mean, Paul's obviously a great frontman anyway, but you can just tell that he's getting more, I don't know, more, not more confident or more... I don't know. I thought there's more energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great frontman and it can only get bigger and better. Definitely. Next up, I um, believe... Did you go to watch Cassiette? I did wander over and watch most of Cassiette. I don't think I caught the first song because I was wandering over from Death Blooms and I think I collected a drink on the way. Um... And yeah, I watched most of it and then I didn't quite see the last song because I went to see Salem. Do you want me to talk any more about Cassia? As much as you want to talk. Well, both seen her before, hasn't she? She put on a great show. A great show. Played some of the newer stuff. You could tell people had obviously been listening to her. Yeah, people were singing along. She's obviously had a double single out just before download. So I think that's got some airplay on the radio as the last single did. Yeah, she's been hyped a lot. Yeah, she had loads of crowd interaction. It was just great to see people just singing along. It just really suited the sunny day that was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so while you were watching yeah. Cassia, I was watching Those Damn Crows. What? Did you not watch Dead Label? No, because I met up with Adam oh, from Dear Download. Yeah, I'm getting them mixed up with to. another band. Sorry, ignore me. Yeah, so while you were watching Cassia... I watched Loads Damn Crows, and we've seen Loads Damn Crows before, but again, they were really good. They got a, a decent crowd. It, it was interesting. I think there would have been a lot of people watching Cassia, and maybe that thinned the crowd out a bit, purely just because of the airplay she's been getting, uh, which is, you know, which yeah. is rightly deserved. But, I don't um, think it was massive, massive crowd. I think the front part, because it got that yeah. barrier in second stage, hadn't they? That was pretty full, but there was a lot of space around you, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, the, so. there was a lot of space for those yeah. damn crows, but while I was at those damn crows, that's when I met up with Chidsvids and Adam from Dear Download Podcast. Yeah, so I was speaking to Adam and Chidsvids for quite a while, uh, just on the right side of the main stage, kind of three quarters up the top of the hill. So we finally got a chance to catch up. I think there's been some stuff posted about that as well. Yeah, on popped our a account. picture on at some point, and I think Dear Download. Yeah, Dear Download did as well. Posted picture as well. Yeah, so that, that was good. I uh, managed to catch some of those damn crows as well. And yeah, it was quite empty, mm. but... But kind of but busier towards the front, if you if you know what I mean. So. Yeah, I know what you mean actually, because I watched Salem, which I'll come to, on to in a minute. Um, but because the main stage was running about half an hour, about thirty minutes Saturday, late. Yeah, not hundred percent clear on the reasons for that. I've heard a couple of different things. Yeah, I'd heard about Maiden Something stage being Maiden taking stage longer than there, expected. Something yeah. like that, and I can't remember what the other thing I heard was. But anyway. On the plus side of that, it meant that I did catch the end of those damn crows. What did you think? Um, I thought they were great. They always are, aren't they? Yeah. They're just, just something about them as a band I've loved since we first saw them in 2019. Because I was happy to forego seeing them because we heard that they're going to be at Stone Dead Festival. But yeah, I got to see probably the last two or three songs. They were really good. And point I was getting onto there about you saying about the crowd for them, I actually managed to walk across quite easily. There was yeah. a lot of people just sat down chilling on the grass, which was easy to walk around. So that was good. Yeah, just going back to Salem, it's great to finally see them. Because obviously, we've mentioned before, it's Will Gould from Creepers, other band. I've been listening to them quite a while, um, but never seen them live. So it was good to see those songs being performed live Uh for the first time. It was not a massive crowd, but they put on a good show. Will put on a good show. There's quite a bit of crowd interaction. And the people there, you could tell they were Salem fans. There was a lot of good sing-alongs going on. So I'm glad I did go and see them. Um, what happened next? I saw Monster Truck. Did you see Monster yes, Truck? Yes, because I saw Salem, came across those damn crows to see you, and then we 
got some food, didn't we? And we sat on the grass eating the Greek stuff that we the mentioned Greek, yes. last episode with Monster Truck playing in the background. So that was quite nice. Not a massive fan of Monster Truck. I would have give or take and seen them. Yeah. But I, I, I was looking forward to seeing Monster Truck. They, yeah. they were good. Didn't yeah. disappoint. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was, a, it was a good kind of bit to sort of chill out to uh, while we had some food. So I really enjoyed that. I've got Black Label Society next. Yeah, I don't recall seeing a lot of them. So I don't know if we nipped back to the tent, then came back and watched some of them before Bush. Yes, I think that's what I happened. Think that's what happened. I, I, I do remember watching Black Label Society. Yeah, definitely saw some of them, but definitely not all of them. Yeah, it wasn't the, it wasn't mm. the full set. We've both seen Black Label Society before, and we love Black Label Society, but it was more about trying to get a spot for Bush, I think. Yeah, Definitely, with I the next band up. You, so you went in closer than me, didn't you? Yeah, I got nearer the front. And Bush were fantastic. Yeah. Gavin's voice, still incredible after all these years. Definitely, yeah. And it wasn't a massive set, was it? But it felt like it at the time. It's, so, yeah, it yeah. seemed to be a long set, but it wasn't. It was only, what, about six songs maybe? But yeah. I'm not sure, yeah. Six or seven, I think. But yeah, it was a good performance. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Bush, so yeah, it was good to it was, finally get to see yeah, them. Exactly what I was going to say. Great to <laughs> finally tick them off. So. I've got Shine Down next. Yeah, we saw Shine Down from quite far back up. Yeah, I think we were, there, we were chatting because, with friends and yeah, we met up with a couple of people there. And then I didn't watch all of them because my hay fever just switched on at that point. I think the combination of my eyes being irritated, hairy irritated from the hay fever and the wind that was blowing as well my eyes were just streaming at the top of the hill so I bobbed back to the tent just to sort my eyes out have an antihistamine and get back for deftones shinedown did pull quite a big crowd they did actually although I remember I'm sure last time that download we didn't see them but I remember when we saw them on the second stage in 2012 that was a big it was a big crowd as well like then and they've just announced their arena tour and I think that's selling really well I've seen quite a few people potential, saying they've got tickets. So. Potential future headline. I Definitely, think. yeah. I mean, they've been around a long time now when you think about it. I'm not surprised that they pulled a big crowd and it was that kind of mid-Saturday afternoon where people are starting to gather and come out of the tents, maybe if they've had a late night the night before. And Did you watch good. anybody else before Deftone? No, because, yeah, I literally went back to the tent, sorted my eyes out, came, came back, back to the arena and, and met you for Deftones. And Deftones was a strange one. So I thought Deftones were really, really good. I thought they were all right. I've seen them better. They didn't sound great, but we were fairly far back. And again, with the wind, when you're that far back, it can distort. It does the sound. distort it. The, I think. I think from a personal point of view, because we've seen them in more intimate environments, yeah. it takes it away at a festival, especially yeah. the size of download. I would say that with a couple of different bands. I thought, yeah, it's great, but I'd rather watch you indoors. Interesting. You know what I mean? And it but seemed, yeah, like, it seemed a lot of the crowd um, rather would have done as well. And I noticed a lot of people kind of deserting Deftones to go and watch Megadeth. Yeah, and I've heard quite a few comments that Deftones weren't great and that the sound wasn't great anyway, and that's from people, I think, who were nearer the front. So mm. I don't know, really. I, I thought from, they were all right. I, I thought they, they were fine, yeah. They weren't awful, but I've seen them better. But like you say, that was because it was a smaller venue and I've seen them. Did you not watch Creeper? I did watch Creeper. So, yeah, I didn't watch all of Deftones anyway. <laughs> Just moving on to that yeah. point. <laughs> but <laughs> from what I did see... No, actually, do you know what? I'm getting fuddled here. Because I think what happened was I went Shine Down back to the tent, then watched Creeper because the main stage was behind, wasn't it? 
Yeah. So I think I went and watched Creeper, didn't probably see the very start of Deftones, and then came and met you and watched the rest of Deftones, right. thinking about it. Because just to put this in context, we're looking at the Clash Finder print after circling who we saw. And that's obviously the times are out of sync on the main stage on Saturday. Yeah, and Deftones clashed heavily with Megadeth. They did, yeah, because of that. Which they may not have mm. done under normal circumstances. Well, no, looking at this, they wouldn't have done. Yeah. Anything else to say about Deftones? Well, I enjoyed them, so I've, yeah. I've been fine with them. Um, Creeper were great. I think I mentioned in the preview episode that they've come on so much as a live performance since I first saw them. And even over the last year, they just keep getting better. So it was two Will Goulds in one day. Yep. Which was the intention. Um, yeah, he put on a great performance, considering that he'd only been on stage five hours earlier. And that was quite an energetic show. He was mm. still on it for that show. It was really good. It, it felt like a short set, but I think because last time I saw them, they were headlining a pilot. That was obviously a longer set, so a bit disappointing just in terms of the length of the set, I think. But yeah. they played loads of good the ones sing-along that you wanted ones. To... One I wanted to hear, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, they were really good. And, and then, then came to you for Deftones, and then we had... The Gap for Maiden, didn't we? I think. Yeah, the, onto the headline as Maiden. What were your thoughts? Um, it's not that I wasn't impressed. They did play a lot of new stuff to start with. Uh-huh. I'm not really into their new stuff. I'm a kind of a classic Maiden. I don't want to sound like one of these people that goes, oh, I only like the old stuff, I don't like the new stuff. They got better as they went along. Um, we were kind of at an angle, so we probably didn't get the full effect of the, all the stage set up, but we could see on the screens and it looked good from there. I mean, Bruce's vocals are still on it, like we said yeah, I, th- I think the whole band were, you know, that there was for me there were they did nothing wrong. I thought they yeah. did, it was a great set. It just seemed I don't know. I think it's because of the performance of Kiss the night before mm. was so I don't know how to describe it. So kind of over the top. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, the, the maiden one just kind of paled a little. Yeah, I definitely say that it was definitely a good solid performance. And I think I was actually speaking to my brother-in-law about it and he said how I made and I was like, you know, they were all right. They did newer stuff and then they did and they did newer stuff and then they did on the classics and it was just made and being made and he was like well yeah what can you say it's just made and isn't it they just yeah. they are a good solid performance they never do anything different really in terms of the performance apart from the backdrops and the different edits but they're always good yeah they're they're, they're consistent um yeah, that's i think that's the word i was looking for <laughs> you could have said it much more concisely than me. Yeah, made made an hour a consistent band. They're they're really good live. If you've never seen them, you you need to watch them. However, I think because the Kiss performance the night before, it just I don't know, it just paled a little for me. Yeah, and I think again, if I were to watch Maiden again, I'd rather watch them in an arena. In an arena, which yeah. is when I first saw them many years ago. I think the other thing that didn't help as well was it was so cold. So there was part of my brain was just thinking, oh, I just want to go and get in my duvet. Yeah, but we stuck it out to the end. Didn't we did because, like I say, they did. For me personally, they got better as they went along because they were playing more songs that I you knew. knew. <laughs> Although I've listened to the new stuff, you don't know it as well as the old stuff, do you? So no, they, they don't have as many instantly singable mm. songs with the newer stuff that they've yeah. done. Yeah, where as soon as they cracked out "Fear of the Dark" or "The Trooper" and obviously "Run to the Hills" and exactly, and yeah. it was similar with the crowd around us. Really, they got a lot more interactive, energetic. The crowd around, you know, where we were stood. Yeah, everybody kind of woke up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's made. Yeah. Typical maiden. It was, yeah, it was just typical maiden, but they were good. Right, let's move on to Sunday then. So the first band for me were Wargasm, who were on at 11. I said all along I wanted to be there to watch them at 11, but the back of my mind was going, you've never been in the arena for 11 before. Made it for the second band, but never the first band. But I was there early. 
I yeah. was there at 5 to 11. <laughs> so I got really good spot quite close to the barrier. They were actually still sound checking when I got there. So that was fun to watch. But yeah, really good performance from them. Yeah, I, I caught the back end of Orgasm. And from what, what I could uh, hear, they, they sounded really good. Got quite yeah. a crowd as well. I was, I was just quite say, surprised by that. Yeah, I was surprised actually for that time of day on a Sunday as well. They yeah. had a lot of people there. So yeah, they were just great, full of energy as always. Another positive out of that as well is that we've actually got tickets for the Wargasm Tour. Yeah, they've just announced a UK tour, so hopefully we'll be going to that. I've got Dead Posey next. You have, yeah, and you keep banging on about it. I keep, them. I, yeah, I can't. I'm getting a bit of, um, what's the word? I don't know. I don't know what we you're trying to say. We've seen them. Envy. Envy, that's the <laughs> It's late. Yeah, I watched Dead Posey, and, you know, these were kind of like in my top six bands over the weekend. They were just oh, mind blowing. They were absolutely mm. incredible. And I really, really. Can't wait for them to tour the UK. As, as soon as that happens, that's another one that's kind of going to get ticked off straight away. I've oh no, you've got another band before. Yeah, me. I've got the last international. Yeah, I was hoping to watch these, but mm, but you stayed in the Avalanche, didn't you? Yeah, they were really good. I wasn't really sure what to expect from them because I've only really heard maybe one or two songs off the download playlist. Mm. But yeah, it was really good performance. Lead singers' vocals are amazing. They had quite a bit of interaction with the crowd. Had quite a bit of a not massive crowd there, but um, something different as well. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you get bands that you're like, I might watch them, I might not. And yeah, they were they were a good. Um, oh, yeah, next step, I feel like really this after. Is- they're quite a contrast from Wargasm, obviously, very shouty, bouncy, just quite a chilled yeah. general performance. Yeah, I've got Cemetery Sun next. You have, and I came to join you for that after the last international. They were not on my radar at all, radar, radar at all but um, they were really good. Yeah, I didn't really know much about Cemetery Sun until the uh, download playlist got released. Glad I checked them out, I thought they were fantastic. Put in a great performance, and again, it's another band that I'm hoping to see soon. Nothing more to really add to that, I suppose. We actually spent quite a bit of time together for this one, for we this did, day. It was a bit strange, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we then went together to watch Massive Wagons. Yeah, who were... Who were just... Incredible. Yeah, they're just such a fun performance to watch. Got the crowd going from the start. Somebody with a blue, the Billy Balloon. Yeah, someone had Billy Balloon head there. Forgot about that, actually. Obviously, Baz in one of his classic outfits. Yeah. Um, um, just running about like a loon on stage, waving his microphone about. Putting out some positive mental health messages as well he in between songs. His, yeah, and on his T-shirt. And on his good. T-shirt, yeah. So that's, a, you know, Download Festival just kind of shows it's a, when it's musicians are doing positive things as well. Yeah, um, they played a couple of new songs as well, but they're sounding great because I think they've just finished their new album. Yeah, so that should be released so. soon. I think towards the end of the year. So they might oh, have towards the end of the year? I thought it'd be out sooner than that. I thought I'd read towards the end of the year, but I might have imagined that. So hopefully maybe a tour as well. Yep. Yeah, they were just great, as always. I've got the horror next. You have. I then went to Alestorm. Do you want to do the horror first? Yeah, I'll do the horror. Again, really, really powerful performance. Uh, there's some. I don't know what it was. There was something about the Avalanche stage that day. All mm. of the performances were just so strong. It was almost as if they were... I don't know, showing that there the may be bigger bands out there at the moment, but these guys, you know, these guys gave it absolutely everything. Mm. Yeah, they were really, really good, and it was it was a busy tent as well, very busy tent. So mm. it was good. To, it was good to, and I think it was kind of recognised by the band as well, and they kind of made a point about that. And yeah, it was an excellent performance. So I'm looking forward to seeing those. Hopefully, you know, the, there's a lot of kind of smaller bands that played it mm. down there this year, and I'm hoping 
there's going to be a lot of tours come off the back of this. Yeah, the horror just done one, haven't they? Um, they had, yeah. Because they were in Nottingham, but for some reason we couldn't go. I couldn't remember why now. I feel like I'm destined to never see them, actually, because I missed them at Pilot. <laughs> we couldn't go, for whatever reason, to the Nottingham one. And then I could have seen them at Download, obviously, but I went to Alestorm You went to Alestorm, And how were so, Alestorm? I, I caught the end of Alestorm. They were great. I know they divide opinion, but I thought they were good. They've just put on a, a good fun show. They've got their giant duck in the middle of the stage. Um, yeah, just lots of sing-alongs about pirates and rum. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Much, pretty much what I expected. I didn't have massive expectations other than that, really. Mm. They played some of the newer songs of the new album and some of the old classics, and they all kind of sound the same, don't they, really? But they were a fun watch. And then I think we went for some food at this point. We did, it was Yorkshire pudding time. It was Yorkshire pudding time, and it almost led us to do our usual Missing Jamie Missing Lenman. Missing Jamie Lenman. But we were quite conscious of the fact that he was on at that point. So it's not like he was out of mind completely. Yeah. And we, we went down and caught probably the last, what, 10 minutes or so? I would say so. Probably about three tracks, I think, yeah. we got. And Jamie Lemon, usual kind of performance, really good. Mm. He's a fantastic musician. Really enjoy watching him live. Probably if Hunger had not taken over, I would have watched the entire set. Yeah, and I think that was one of the few gaps that we'd got as well on the Sunday because it's quite packed out, really. So I think that was kind of our main opportunity yeah. to get food at that point. Yeah, because I was going to go and watch Baroness, and mm. I don't think I did, so I don't know what exactly I did after Jamie Lenman. I can tell you, because I think I was thinking of seeing Baroness as well, but we decided to pop back to the tent. Oh, Okay. For refills of drinks and... Probably a sit-down. And a sit-down. Yeah, we had a sit-down. And then I went back before you because I wanted to catch some of Volbeat. Yeah, I didn't go back till quite late. Then you came to join me for Trash Boat yeah. or... Yeah, I, I think came... I got to Trash Boat You first. got to Trash Boat first. I, I went to Trash Boat as well. Yeah. And I met up with you. Yeah, I kind of got in, watched Trash Boat... Not watched Trash Boat. Watched Volbeat from the right-hand side and then kind of wormed my way over to the left-hand side, heading towards Avalanche. Watched a bit more Volby, and then it was kind of like, need to go now for Trash Boat. But yeah, what, did you th- what, what do you think of Volby? Good? Yeah. Again, they're one of those bands that always put on a good, solid performance, really. They don't do anything spectacular with the stage set up. They just go on, play their instruments, sing the songs, get the crowd to participate, and they're good to have a little dance around to. Okay. Yeah, I've seen them before. It was a similar performance, but not in a bad way. It's just they get on, do their thing, and people enjoy it. Yeah. Next up, it was, as we were saying, was Trash Boat. And yeah, again, usual trash break, a lot of political messaging in between tracks. And again, some of the tracks are kind of politically addressed as well, as well as socially. I, I love watching trash break. I could watch a lot of trash break. Yeah, it did actually feel like quite a long set seeing them. I think because we saw them with Enda Shikari and that was quite a short set as a support band. As a support wasn't band, it? yeah. So it did feel like they were on quite a while. And that was good. They played some of the older stuff as well as the new stuff. Yeah, it, it, it was, was a good um, mix. I must admit, the older stuff sounds a lot better live. Yeah, I would agree with that, actually. Because I'm not a big fan of Trash Bros. Early early stuff, the kind of pop-punk yeah. stuff they did. I don't mind it, but I prefer the new album. Yeah, and the later stuff they're doing is just, oh, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, but I th- but the, the pop-punk stuff they did was actually really worked live. Yeah, they, I don't know if they kind of rework it a bit live or it just sounds heavier live, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But it's, yeah, it, but, it just blends into the set. You don't, yeah. Because it's quite a different sound, you don't notice it. As much. Jumping between yeah. The sound, if you know what I mean. It all just kind of follows on. Yeah. Then next up, we've got the fantastic Corn. Were you happy with their performance this year compared yes. to 2004? <laughs> yes. Yes. Corn yes. were incredible. The, I, I don't think there was anybody not moving for Corn. Mm. It was, you know, 
and it was absolutely heaving too. It was. It was yeah. one of, you know, they weren't headliners, but I would argue there were maybe more there for Corn than the headliner that on oh, Sunday. Definitely, yeah. We'll get onto that in a minute, won't we? But yeah, yeah I watched. You watched most, most of Corn. Most of Corn, and then this is another of my regrets of the weekend. I think was going to watch Twin Temple. Not because there's anything wrong with Twin Temple themselves, but the dog tooth was actually really busy. I was busier than I expected it, given that Corn were on for a start. It was quite packed out. And because of their performance, the way they come on and they do their satanic ritual first, Uh and there was just so many people just filming it, and it was really irritating. And I had a really tall man with a camping chair on his back in front of me in a bucket hat. My whole weekend photos, when you look at them, I'm haunted by bucket hats. But anyway, novelty bucket hats are that. Um... And because they do their ritual at the start and they have their ritual at the end and the saxophone player, which you'll remember from Ghost. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. So I think they only actually played four tracks. And it was good. And I'm still, I'm glad I saw them again, closer up than what they were at Ghost. But at the same time, I wouldn't have minded if I'd have missed it, given that I was just at a point where I don't want to leave now and go back all the way down that hill to you to watch <laughs> the end of Corn. So, yeah, they, they were good, but I could have done without... And I think that was more just to do with the crowd than the performance. Yeah. And speaking of the crowd, that led to when Corn finished, and I think Twin Temple finished at the same time yeah. as well. Oh, my days. Yeah. The exodus from, well, from the main stage where I was and from where you were, you, you basically told me you couldn't get anywhere yeah. near me. Yeah, basically, you were, well, you were, I left you, weren't you? Yeah, Which I was, was bottom, bottom left of the main stage. Come out from the avalanche onto the main stage there, but further in, kind yeah. of thing, weren't you? Um, I got so far down from the hill from the dog tooth and there was just such a mass exodus of people coming towards me. I got to a point there's absolutely no way I could move down that hill. So I just rang you, didn't I? Yeah. I was just like, I literally can't move, I'm stuck. I didn't know where to go, what to do. And I think was it people going on to Well it was a combination of things. So there were a lot of people going to watch Steel Panther. Yeah. But because I wanted to watch the Descendants, but thought it's probably better if I get to you. And um, but yeah, the, the amount of people going to see the Descendants looks mm. crazy. But um, given how many were coming up the hill as well, I think people were trying to catch the end of the darkness or getting in place for Steel Panther. Yeah, possibly. But it was literally I could not move at all. Yeah, I was just stuck. So I ended up kind of following the crowd back up the hill and then worming my way across and we met on the other side of the stage, didn't we? Yeah. Well, we, we met kind of around the wheel somewhere, I think. Yeah, somewhere at the big wheel. It's kind of replaced the uh, the big dog for the a big dog, point, yes. <laughs> Big wheel instead. Yeah, then we just went back to guest, guest area, area for a had bit. Had a few drinks, I think. Um, a bit of food, actually. Food, actually. It was Well, for me, it was Sunday pudding with the churros I mentioned last week. Yeah, and then I just went to be my normal greedy self and got some more mac and cheese. Yeah. And then we just chilled in there for a bit till Biffy came on. Yeah. And um, Biffy, what do you think? I am a Biffy fan. Not so much their new stuff. Again, I don't sound like one of them, but the last two albums just really haven't done it for me. But I like their older stuff right I, back to the very first stuff. Yeah. It's like the earliest so, stuff right through to... I know you're a fan of... Was it Puzzle? There's one after that. Oh, I've gone blank Bubbles? now. The one with Bubbles on, yeah. Yeah. And then what was the one after that? I can't remember. That's now. kind of like... Well, that's where I kind of... Blank out. Yeah, no, I'm sure the one after that was okay. And then the last two, I'm sure I don't like. Anyway, um, I thought they were good. They were just, they're biffy, aren't they? They come on, they do a few fancy things with the lights and the screens. Partway through, Simon will take his top off, probably, which he did. Yeah. Um, well, one of these days, they'll, um, you know, they'll, I don't know, they'll dress appropriately for the weather. <laughs> Well, we actually joked, didn't we? We said, oh, it must be cold because Simon's still got his coat on when they started. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they were good. 
I think the best time I've ever saw them was when they headlined Leeds in 2016. That was a really good performance, but I think that might have been because I was quite far into the crowd and obviously they're more, not targeted, but they're more suited to the Leeds crowd. I'd, is, I'd, I'd say yeah. so. I think um, I think as a headline act, they're definitely a Leeds and probably Glastonbury band. Yeah, I don't want to sound like one of them who say that all these people can't play downloads. There's nothing yeah, no. wrong. I think we said last week or yeah, in the previous. I'm, like, I'm not a Biffy Claro fan. But I've got no issues at all with them headlining. But they, they've been around yeah. a long, hell of a long time. They've been yeah. playing download for years. Yeah, but I think obviously the crowd as a whole are not that keen, so it's quite sparse where we were. Yeah, I, I would probably say if you wanted to get you know relatively pretty close to the centre in the front row, mm. you could. Yeah, we could have done. But we never really had any intention of watching the whole set anyway. No. Yeah, at that point on the Sunday, we were definitely ready for ready for bed, <laughs> ready for a cup of tea. <laughs> And the sleeping bag. Um, but what we did see, I think we watched about 40 minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, we, yeah, we probably watched. We watched you know, like a third. Two, I think Machines was the last song they played, and then we kind of slowly wandered off after that. Yeah. And we could still hear it when we got back to the tent, so I didn't really feel like I was Like you missed out. it too much, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, the distance, it, that was you nice. know, it was, I, I think part of it as well, it was just kind of like tiredness setting. Mm. Like, I just don't really want to spend another hour and a half out here, and yeah. I'm just really tired now. And it was cold as it was, well. it was that's freezing. the thing as well with download it's great when it's sunny and hot but that makes the nights even colder yeah. i think just noticing the difference in temperature and even not got your cloud cover and all of that yeah um so, but, but yeah I, I think overall i mean for me sunday was the busiest day so i mm. you know i was more than happy to kind of knock it on the head there yeah me too even as a biffy fan like i say i've seen them before so it was just a nice way just to end off slowly and then just hear them in the distance to finish yeah. in the tent Okay, well, that wraps up our review of The weekend. Do let us know who you saw, who your favourites were, any regrets, anyone you wish you'd seen that you didn't, what your highlights were. Anybody you saw that you didn't like? Yes. Because nobody ever talks about that. They don't, do they? I don't think there was anyone I didn't like this year. But anyway, maybe that'll be another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search Ready to Moshcast. Give us a like, give us a follow. And if you like what you've been listening to, then tell people about the podcast as well. Make it stop, Moog.